What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Who Gives a Dram. What's up, everyone? How's it going? Welcome to episode 20 of Who Gives a Dram. 20 episodes, five months in. Uh, can't believe it. Whoever thought I'd be doing a whiskey podcast for five months. Um, anyways, before I get into the review, um, uh, follow the podcast on Instagram at Who Gives a Dram. Make sure you're following on uh, Twitter and Facebook too, even though I don't tweet that much. Uh, make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, YouTube, and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts um, because it helps me out a lot if you subscribe so the episode gets right to you rather than uh, you have to go find me. So uh, make sure you do that. Also follow The Grapevine Media, um, www.thegrapevinemedia.com. Some of my business partners, a, a platform that we started for everything New England sports, whiskey, TV, movies, uh, cigars, everything else. Uh, make sure you follow them. Um, and also... Shout out to Snoot Glass for my glassware for this episode. Uh, seriously, my favorite my favorite whiskey glasses. They're awesome. They're uh, they have an uh, 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 they're made from aluminum, so they're very durable. Especially with the summer coming up, you can use them around campfires or outside outdoors. You don't have to worry about dropping and breaking them. Uh, they're super durable. They look awesome. They're very sleek and modern looking. And the best part is if you use my discount code WGAD20, you get 20% off your entire order. So it's a win-win. You get a sweet ass whiskey glass. You get money off. You're saving money. It's a pandemic. We all need to save a bit of money. I got you. WGAD20 for 20% off your entire order when you go to www.snootglass.com. That's S-N-U-T-E Glass. Dot com WGAD 20%. So now we got that out of the way. Um, listen, man, I'm not going to lie. I, I already recorded this episode. <laughs> I already recorded this and I, um, my mic was in a weird position, um, because I wanted to not have the mic in my face as much. So I, I've been fooling around with putting the mic, uh, you know, in, in different parts of my desk here in my studio, and um, it just sounded like shit, man. Uh, if I was close enough to the to the camera, it sounded all right, but not to the camera, to the mic, it sounded all right. But I, uh, I, I, it wasn't acceptable for what I wanted this uh, podcast to be. So uh, I'm recording it again. I had a solid like 20 minutes recorded, and you know what? I didn't even save it. I did not even save it. I just deleted it because I would have just debated the topic for 20 minutes 30 minutes and then all of a sudden it's nine o'clock at night and your boys got to go to bed so i just said you know what we're we're just going to um delete it and do it again uh so this might be a bit of a shorter episode because um i've already got a little bit of whiskey in me and um i don't i try not to drink a whole lot during the week like monday through thursday sometimes friday but um I've already done a whiskey review, so I've got the whiskey in me. Um, but you know, it's all good because I do like talking uh, by myself in my apartment in my studio about whiskey. So let's get right to it. Uh, today we're doing Jim Beam's Old Tub. Uh, Jim Beam's Old Tub is an interesting bottle, man. It's a um, it's what's considered a uh, quote unquote budget bourbon, maybe bottom shelf. Um, by the way, shout out to Seth. He told me. I did a little Instagram um, 
poll this weekend is a questionnaire and I asked, you know, what should I review? What what uh, whiskey should I review? And I think I'm going to do that a bit more now because sometimes I get stumped. Um, and I got a lot of answers, a lot of a lot of answers that made me laugh, a lot of answers of whiskeys that I want to do, but unfortunately are like a hundred bucks, so I'm not going to buy a bottle of it. Um, and Seth responded with, uh, do a bottom shelf bourbon, uh, don't be coward. So this is my second bottom shelf bourbon in a row, brother. Last week we did Evan Williams. This week we're doing Old Tub. Who knows? I might just stay with the uh, stay with the trend and keep on doing it. Um, because let me tell you what, these bottom shelf bourbons taste much better when you realize how much more fat your wallet feels after. Um, so uh, shout out to Seth for having the suggestion. Um, if you have any other bottom shelf bourbons for me, uh, like I said, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of on like a, a bottom shelf bourbon run right now. Uh, I, uh, I kind of would rather buy a bottom shelf right now than a top shelf because just because they're, they're easier to get, they're more affordable. So I got the Evan Williams bottle and bond. I picked up this old tub, I think for around 20 bucks and, uh, you know, it's it's uh, something I'm going to keep on doing. So if you have any suggestions, hit me up on Instagram and uh, let me know. Uh, but that's what we're doing today. We're doing Jim Beam's Old Tub. It's a real interesting bottle because uh, Old Tub was Jim Beam's was Jim Beam before Old uh, Old Tub was Jim Beam before Jim Beam was Jim Beam. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, this was what was offered before the Jim Beam white label was even a thing. So back in the day, uh, this Old Tub was again, uh, marketed as straight from the barrel, essentially just filtered. So, uh, you know, basically just strained. So there's no wood barrel pieces that got into the, to the bottle. Um, that's what you're getting with old tub. It's a, uh, 100 proof bottle and bond whiskey that is not carbon nor chill, uh, um, chill filtered. Um, it is just straight. What you see is what you get, uh, whiskey, and you got to respect that. So I, I, I was not going to pick up this bottle. And, uh, well, a big part of it is because I got the bottle for free. But that's that's uh, neither here nor there. Um, I would have bought this bottle anyway. I had to at some point. Um, but, yeah, we got some old tub here today. So um, I've already drank it. I've already given my nose and my tastings. So um, this is not going to be original. But it is what it is, and we're just rolling with the punches here. So um, I've already <laughs> read all the reviews, and I've already done all the uh, my reviews, so I already know what it smells like. But, you know, we're going to do it again. Maybe I'll get another note this time around, uh, potentially. But I want to read um, what Jim Beam has about Old Tub on their website. It says it's a uh, limited edition offering uh, that is a nostalgic nod to where it all began for the Beam family. Um over 140 years ago in Bardstown, Kentucky, otherwise known as the bourbon capital of the world, this unique bourbon has tasting notes that include oak, complemented along with a grain um, and a warm caramel, has a lingering color of golden something, gemstone, that pisses me off, because obviously don't be so specific, with shades of honey and an aroma that carries initial waves of oak flavored by vanilla and green. That's essentially what I get from this whiskey, uh, but we're going to do it again because... Um, my dumbass had the mic in a terrible position, so I need to record again. Um, by the way, uh, this week, uh, today actually, because this podcast will come out on Wednesday, Godzilla vs. Kong comes out. And let me tell you, I am excited as shit for that because the movies are opening back up for this release. 
And I'm going to be able to, for the first time in like a year and a half, go sit down and watch a movie in the theaters. And um, that excites me probably more than it should, but I'm excited as hell for it because it's just a, uh, I'm all about that theater experience, going down, getting the popcorn, getting the soda, and just enjoying a movie on the big screen. I think that's where cinema should be viewed, and I'm excited to go see that movie, uh, especially because it's going to be in theaters. Um, but uh, going back to the whiskey, sorry, a little, a little side tangent there. Again, a hundred proof bottled and bond whiskey. It's a uh, limited edition, which I did not know, and I don't know if I believe because uh, you can see Old Tub. You can find Old Tub almost everywhere. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are some people out there that can't find this uh, whiskey as easy as I can. Uh, but it's usually around, and um, what makes it the best is is its uh, its price tag. The price tag of of twenty dollars is a uh, Makes the whiskey taste a whole hell of a lot better, especially when you're on a when you're balling on a budget like muh. Um, but let's get right into the smell of it, shall we? Let's smell it. Yeah, I get the same smell that I got last time. So last time I was going into how I got it's very sweet forward, a sweetness forward nose. Um, it's not overly complex, but it's definitely very refreshing. <clears throat> I got a lot of honey and vanilla on the nose. Um, it's very, like I said, it's not complex. It's just straight to the point. It's not like an, it, I, I consider like a honey sweetness to be more of a subtle sweetness rather than like a candy or sugary sweetness. That's kind of more in your face, like a sweet bomb. This isn't that. This is more of like a, a gentle, subtle it's definitely sweet, um, but I would not guess at this by the nose that this that this whiskey is is a hundred proof. I get no ethanol. I get no chemical. I get just ooh, maybe on that on that back end, I did just get a little tad bit of spice. I didn't get that the first time. Wow! So look at that. We're already changing up our uh, our reviews here. Holy shit. Yeah, I get the tad, the taddest of tad bit of spice I got on that back end. Uh but mostly honey, vanilla, sweetness. Um not a, not not a lot of spice, not a whole lot of oak on the nose. Not not a whole lot of uh, uh grain or barley. Uh, that I get sometimes, especially with the higher rye mash bills that Jim Beam produces. Um, obviously, I get more spice, but I get more of that like malted barley, grainy, I guess, <clears throat> um, uh, taste and smell and texture to the whiskey. But this, but with this, I don't get it. It's very pleasant on the nose. It's very um, inviting. Uh, I think sometime soon I am going to make a, uh, a a top whiskeys or top five whiskeys or something just best whiskeys for the uh, for the summertime. And you know, right off the bat, this this strikes me as something that could be a very summer appropriate whiskey with how light and sweet and inviting it is. But it's for sure dangerous because uh, it's a hundred proof. So. It's kind of the best of both worlds. It doesn't seem like it's 100 proof, but it's going to get you drunk quicker. I feel like that's what people want. 
uh, during the summertime because they're not huddled around just doing nothing but drinking. They're outside just moving and, you know, showing a bit of skin and, and, uh, going to the beach and doing all this stuff, um, that they want to just get drunk quick so they can continue on with their, uh, with their lives. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe I just sound like an idiot, but we're going to drink some whiskey. I'm drinking some whiskey again, but, uh, you guys don't know that first time drinking whiskey with you guys today, technically. Uh, so let's drink some whiskey together. Cheers. Schlante to another week of who gives a dram. I should, uh, mess up my reviews more often so I can drink more whiskey. <laughs> like I said, I don't really drink a whole lot during the week. I try not to at least unless it's been a day. And recently there's been a lot of days. So um, that's like 2020, 2021 wrapped up. Um, spent a lot of days. Um, but uh, again, I get a bit more oak on the on the mouth on the mouth feel to this. Uh, I, I hate when people say mouth feel, so never mind. On the taste, I get a bit more oak. Um, but again, it stays with that vanilla, honey, just subtle sweetness. It's very inviting. It's very good. I, I enjoy this whiskey very, very much. I really do. It's it's a solid whiskey that um especially for the price tag man it's 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 up there an old tub the name old tub you you kidding me it's like the uh it's the most whiskey whiskey name of all time <laughs> besides maybe rebel yale <laughs> i got to uh, that that's a bottom shelfer that i own so maybe i'll do rebel yale next i've been waiting for an appropriate episode to do that uh, because I, I reviewed it next uh, to a Colonel E.H. Taylor on my Instagram Live once, and I did not have good things to say about it. So I got to give it its chance on the podcast. Um, but yeah, Old Tub doesn't get more whiskey than that. Um, especially coming from Jim Beam, who is you know obviously the the most pot, the, the biggest bourbon producer in the uh, in the country or in the world, really. Um, this is a uh, a del- this is a very surprising delightful treat. If it almost honestly, it's just it's f- especially for an 100 proof. Um, it, it gives me the Colonel E. H. Taylor small batch vibe, but it's not as good. Um, both uh, bottled and bonds, both 100 proofs, both sweeter in their in their palate. This is just a more affordable a more affordable bottle. I think I don't think it tastes as good, but. Uh, let's give it another taste. Yeah. Um, so get a little bit of oak, but it's mainly that honey sweetness. Let's see what we're supposed to get. Let's see what we're supposed to get. Uh, taste. Uh, well, that's a weird picture. Um, brown spices, honey sweetness, and a pop of citrus. I, 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 I didn't get the citrus before, and I still don't get the citrus now, but that honey sweetness, definitely, that brown sugar, well, when I think of brown spices, I think of like a brown sugar spice. You know how it's like sometimes if you eat a, like a lot of sugar, it almost becomes a bit spicy, almost like cinnamon sweetness? I get that. Like the sweetness is, is parallel to that. Um, let's go on to uh, Breaking Bourbon, see what they have to say. I love Breaking Bourbon. I got to give them another chance because when I did my Colonel H. Taylor episode with Kale, I uh, 
didn't have good things to say about Breaking Bourbon, but I friggin' love them because they're uh, they're one of the best whiskey websites out there. Let's see. Palette. Sweet oak, vanilla, green, a hint of peaches. Don't get that. And green peppercorn. All right, starting to get a little mad. Uh, mingled together with vegetable and let... Okay. Breaking Bad, man, why do you always give these... <laughs> these ridiculous tasting notes man this is two out of two mingled together with vegetable huh what kind of vegetable first of all like a potato like a like a plum like a carrot or a zucchini like you got to be more specific first of all and don't say and don't Say green peppercorn mingles together with anything because green peppercorn doesn't mingle together with anything. So let's keep it at that. Um, it provides for a thin mouthfeel overall and is simpler and sweeter in nature. I agree with that. Don't confuse that for being bad as the palate delivers just enough flavor to be mildly interesting. I think this is more than mildly interesting. Uh, there's not a lot to it, but what makes it interesting is the fact that the taste notes that you get compared to the proof makes it interesting. It's it's very interesting that this can taste so light being so high in proof, um, which categorize, categorizes this as a hashtag dangerous whiskey. I'm going to start uh, hashtagging that on my post, dangerous whiskey. Um, but anyways... Uh, I really do like this this old tub, um, especially for the MSRP between twenty and twenty five bucks. It is, I mean, if you should have this on your shelf, I think you should have every whiskey on your shelf ever made. But um, for people who aren't billionaires like me, uh, that's not possible. Um, so. I would I would recommend recommend picking up old tub if you're looking for something different if you're looking for something you know that's you, you wouldn't just grab um, but for the price tag it's like why not just grab it it's good um, let's take one more sip yeah <coughs> whoops Matt is gonna shit on me for doing that. I don't know if you guys remember, but my Ardbeg Wee Beastie <laughs> review, I um, I did took a sip and I immediately coughed after. And every time I see my cousin Matt, he mentions it. <laughs> uh, he goes, "Remember when you went? Eh, cheers, everybody!" <laughs> oh man, yeah, I uh, I coughed pretty bad on that Ardbeg Wee Beastie one. That was episode uh, three, I think, so go check it out. Um, I think uh, Jim Beam Old Tub is a uh, more of a marketing scheme. I think it's just trying to curtail to those who like that retro vibe, uh, but it works, and the liquid inside the the bottle is, is superb, if I'm going to be honest. For $20 a bottle, um, I'm giving this whiskey um, an 8.1 which is what I gave it in my original episode that uh, I had to delete. But nonetheless, an 8.1 for Jim Beam Old Tub. Uh, solid, solid whiskey. A, uh, a good pour that I recommend everybody have. And um, for the price, man, I think it's something that just 
that that uh, you should definitely it's definitely worth a try. So uh, on that note, uh, follow the podcast on Instagram at Who Gives a Dram. Make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, any other podcast platform. Um, go to www.snootglass.com. Use my promo code WGAD20 for 20% off your entire order. And as always, my buddy, my friend, my pal, Nick Bossy is going to play me out. Pretty New Diamond streaming on Spotify and Apple Music and follow him on Instagram at Nick Bossy Music. Um, and I'm going to go uh, not drink any more whiskey because um, I've already had two drams tonight. So that's going to do it for me. Uh, again, guys, thank you for the support. Thank you so much. If you like the podcast, tell a friend. It doesn't, doesn't cost anything. It helps me out. So um, uh, thank you guys very much for the support. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll catch you guys next week. Thank you. Up in New England, that girl sure loved me. We got together and brought things to life. I did buy her a pretty new diamond And asked that sweet woman if she'd be my wife It was a kind of feeling Love songs are made of With that sweet woman Spend the rest of my life She came along I was hurting But at the end of my tunnel I saw no Guess I'll just sit here and get drunk tonight Vows they meant nothing And she ran to a stranger And with Johnny Walker I'm passing my time I asked the Lord What should I do But I'm too drunk to hear him tonight Sit with my bottle while Hank Sr. singing I'm so lonesome I could cry I got the last laugh when I pawned off her ring Cause I bought me a dime bag and a case of Coors Light I asked the Lord, what should I do? But I'm too drunk to hear him tonight So sit with my bottle while Hank Sr. singing I'm so lonesome I could cry Sit with my bottle while Hank's in your singing.
I'm so lonesome I could 